Welcome to the Let's Link Lead podcast by Linking Leads. Many people need help to improve their well-being, but often hit barriers to asking for it. In this podcast, we want to normalize and remove these barriers so that everyone can talk openly and feel better. We'll be talking to a variety of people to get their views on what barriers they face. Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to podcast with me as your host, Ethan. And this week, I've got two special guests who I'm going to let them introduce themselves now. Certainly. Hi, I'm Alex Gibson, and I'm a volunteer with Angel of Freedom, uh, which I've been doing for the past eight months. Yeah, I'm Daniel. I'm, I'm also a volunteer for the Angel of Freedom. I've been doing it for about a year now. Excellent. So you, you both said there that you're from Angels of Freedom, volunteers there. For those who are not in the know, what is Angels of Freedom? So we're an LGBT um, charity uh, based in Leeds. So uh, we focus on um, a number of different things. Uh, first one, um, which um, many people might have um, seen us about on a Friday night. Um, what we do is uh, uh, out on uh, the streets of uh, Brigitte and on Corlade in Leeds, helping um, offer people advice and distributing flyers about various things um, that go on in the LGBT community and generally a presence to keep um, everyone safe on a Friday night um, out drinking. <laughs> But we also do other events too. So um, a couple of weeks ago, um, as part of Leeds Pride, um, we did a village fair event where we got uh, lots of um, LGBT-related businesses and organisations to do a, a marketplace uh, where we also had some fun games. And uh, it was a nice, safe space, family-friendly, with focus on um, basically uh, some fun away from the main drinking scene. Fantastic. A couple of great things there. First of all, Leeds Pride, an amazing event. How was it this year? Was it a good time this year? Oh, yeah, it was absolutely brilliant. So our event, the Village Fate, uh, was uh, really, really well attended. Um, it must have been um, in the thousands of people who came along to us. We were based at the Mill Hill Chapel on um, City Square. It was it was busy throughout the, the whole day. It was a fantastic event. Everyone had a great time. So we had food there and we had uh, games there. So we had a, a coconut shy and we had a norm ring toss game and we had uh, all sorts of um, events we had people selling candles we had people um, who were selling their artwork and uh, yeah it was just a really really fun positive day and I think what was really good about it is it just offered that family friendly alternative to the the main events and um, a place for them just to come along and um, find out more about us it was great Fantastic, especially that family-friendly alternative because I know from personal experience that Leeds Pride can become very, very busy. You also said that you are out and about on Friday evenings supporting any people that are in a spot of trouble. What would that entail? Hey, so the main thing um, that we do is uh, we're about visibility and giving out information about various things that are available. So uh, this weekend we were um, out um, on Brigitte on the Friday night and uh, we're distributing um, flyers about um, spiking and uh, we've got those things that you attach to the straws um, that prevent spiking as well so it's good to promote uh, various things like that and we're also um, um, support the um, ask for angela scheme as well which you might have seen in a lot of the bars um, out and about um, and it's about just having that safe presence because 
Um, if you're new to Leeds or you're just visiting Leeds, um, just knowing that it's, um, we've got the Angels of Freedom there um, to come and talk to, to come and help them um, get the most um, out of their evening um, and stay safe. Certainly. So for anyone who's not from Leeds who might not have heard of these kind of schemes, it's some amazing stuff out there. As we mentioned, the anti-spiking technology they have in a lot of bars, the Ask for Angela scheme where you can approach a, a, a bartender, ask for Angela and, and be supported via that. Uh, if you have any concerns of your safety or, or being with someone unfamiliar or in an unfamiliar location. And then the Angels of Freedom who, like I said, they're just offer presence and, and some support. Sounds like a wonderful, wonderful situation. How, how long has the organization been around for or been doing this kind of work? So it's founded uh, by a guy called Rob Wilson, um, and um, he um, is still um, the, the main contact for the um, organization. And um, that was about five years ago, I think. And um, it's been going um, pretty much strong. Obviously, during the pandemic, um, it was a little bit quieter um, and we weren't able to get out. But um, um, yeah, about five years now that that's been going. I've been a volunteer for about a year um and um I, I love it it's it's a fantastic way of um being able to give back to the community um i, I really enjoy it because uh, it feels like you're doing some good uh it feels like that um by being there by being a presence um helping people feel safe helping people feel welcomed one of the um things again that we promote is the Leeds uh, First Friday event which is um, one of the biggest uh, trans uh, events uh, in the country and uh, what we do is we um, go to the Marriott Hotel where that event um, takes place and again distribute um, various bits of information how um, the, they can keep safe while out and about on that particular night and uh, we have a stall um, which gives out information and also um, we also give out things like bottles of water and uh, panic alarms and various things to do with spiking as well um, so um, yeah it's, it's, it's a fantastic thing to get involved in. Alex how, how long have you kind of been involved with Angels of Freedom and what, what kind of pushed you to, to get involved with them? Uh, so it's about eight months ago um, I wanted to kind of give back a bit to the community uh when i was younger i would uh, do some volunteering stuff but since moving to leeds before the pandemic obviously i didn't have a chance to do anything like that and i felt it's something missing in my life and i had some uh, friends who uh, did this and i thought they said oh this is really good it might be fun to give it a try so i went to my first friday session from seven till 11 p.m helped out walked around the streets gave out flyers chatted to bar staff, door staff, etc., And it was really good. It felt like it was as close as being on a night out without actually being on a night out, just by just walking around uh, that environment. And also with the tip, you feel completely safe. You can see when people come up to us and speak and hearing people's testimonies, how much of a difference that we're making, just our presence. It was really good. And it's a great way almost to start the weekend, really. You finish work, you then go help out for a couple of hours, and then when you wake up on a Saturday, you feel, oh, I've done, I've already done my good deed for the weekend. Increasing the safety, increasing the awareness in Leeds is a wonderful thing because it's a wonderful nighttime scene, but everyone should deserve to be there happy and, and safe and enjoy that equally. 
in terms of maybe people who might listen to this who are based in Leeds and, and want to maybe join Angels of Freedom to be a volunteer or to kind of help out as well, would there be a, a pathway for them to do that? How, how would they best get in touch with you guys? Oh, it's really straightforward. So we have um, um, a Facebook page. Uh, we're on Instagram and we're on Twitter. Um, give us a message and um, we'll figure out uh, a Friday night that, that you can come out and um, support us, come and um, see what we're doing. We've invited people long before who uh, have just wanted to come and find out more about us and, and see what we do and we, we, we absolutely welcome that. There's also other opportunities to get involved in volunteering with us as well because we also run a monthly um, cafe as well over at the uh, HUKM building um, in the centre of Leeds and we've recently relaunched that in a in a much bigger venue because it's so well attended and um, we offer um, all sorts of other services there as well so representatives from housing associations the council and other useful organizations um, have a presence there um, if uh, anyone has any thing to ask and also we have uh, the Leeds freedom families there which is an opportunity for uh, parents um, of people who uh, are lgbt plus to come and have a chat um, and um, it's just a nice fun friendly again um, but with the focus on it being a space uh, where there isn't alcohol where um, people can have a nice cup of tea um, all the drinks and all of the cakes and all the sweet stuff is all provided and we've got some board games set up and it's just a nice friendly um, event that we do the first Tuesday of every month so the next one will be in September come along and join us and uh, there's also opportunities there obviously as, as volunteers we're always looking for people who would like to um, just help people get to know each other and play play some of the games with them and or make some cups of tea or uh, just be a friendly face to welcome uh, yeah we've also got um, a an event at Christmas time coming up uh, the Queer Yule Fest which uh, is um, another opportunity for LGBT plus um, small businesses and um, crafts and uh, cakes and all sorts of things um, to, to come along to as well. So if you look us up on our socials, you can see there's some more information about that event in December. Message us if you want to get involved, either as um, a stall holder or as a volunteer for the day. So the one we did last year was amazing. We had so many attendees and all the stallholders came out from it. They'd made a lot of money from it, uh, but also had made a lot of new friends. It was it was just such a, a really, really positive event. It was great meeting people and, uh, yeah, it was such a happy event. It was great. There's, there's lots of different opportunities for everyone to get involved in volunteering. Certainly, so, so many opportunities uh, to get involved. And for more information, I'm sure they can check out your website, angelsoffreedom.org.uk. But yeah, amazing opportunities. I mean, we've had some service users come through Lincoln Leeds who have gone on to the Freedom Families group because, like you mentioned, they wanted to learn more about what it means to be part of the LGBTQ plus community and to support their, I believe it was their, was it their son? I believe it was their son and support them with that process and, and just be better and more open-minded with them. Um, so again, a wonderful, wonderful resource and opportunity. That takes us nicely into our key questions that we ask all of our guests and the very broad questions, so feel free to answer them however you like. But the first of them, 
is one of my favourites, which is, what does good mental health or happiness look like to you? I'll kick off then. Uh, so for me, I guess at the moment, it's probably uh, being in the presence. When I was younger, I experienced some uh, child, uh, trauma in childhood, and it took kind of a while to get over that. And I would frequently be in my head and being dragged past and reliving those moments. And so as an opposite to that, the idea of that the future is the opposite to the past, I would try and like always be busy planning, planning ahead, what's next, what's next, what's next. But I've come to realise that always living in the future, you then kind of you ne neglect the past and sorry, the present. And it's almost a bit like a horseshoe of the past and the future, like at top ends. Whereas if you stay more in the present, I've felt so much better in myself uh, the past six or so months since getting some counselling. It really helped um, just staying grounded in the, in the present personally. Fantastic answer. The presence is a, is a wonderful thing and it often promotes the idea of uh, mindfulness and reflection on the on the here and now, which some people argue is, is all we ever have is, is the here and now. Um, Daniel, what, what about yourself? Is there anything you would add to that? For me, it's all about positivity. I, I want to um, sort of treat others uh, like I would like to be treated myself and part of the reason why I do um, quite a lot of um, volunteering stuff um, is exactly for that reason. I think that um, in order to help with um, my own mental um, well-being, um, it's, it's all about helping others and making others feel comfortable with things as well, always being there available if anybody needs me and um, being there to listen. Fantastic. So not only being present with ourselves, but being present with others, but listening and being there when when we can to connect with other people. Fantastic. Not everyone can achieve, or should say in this moment, might not be achieving good mental health or happiness. It's, it's often that they need to reach out and, and ask for help. But this takes me nicely on to my next question, which is what are some of the barriers that people might face when they ask for this help or when they try to connect with other people? What do you think those would be? I think a lot of people, there's some people who believe that um, they don't want to cause a fuss. And so by reaching out, it's like, oh, they don't want to cause a fuss about it. Um, I'm not important enough to get these services, etc. And although I can sometimes understand why people might think that, if by not reaching out, it can make a problem become larger and then when you do finally it comes to something a like serious happening and you just have to get help it could be the issue is a lot bigger and needs more time to be dealt with whereas if you uh, dealt with it sooner it could be uh, it wouldn't be such a big issue so I think that's quite for me quite important to share is the idea of don't hold things inside you until it bursts like try and preempt it and get ahead of it yeah yeah that's uh, stitching time saves nine letting us address it when it, it first arrives when we first recognize it rather than letting it snowball to a point where it's, it's out of control or where it requires a lot more intervention it, it will save so much in, in the long run if we do just honest from the from get going and feel open and ready to reach out rather than you know, feeling like we're, we're bugging people or, or letting it get, get to that point. Uh, what about yourself, Daniel? 
Uh, so I think that um, potentially one of the barriers is um, being a bit worried about what the response from the other person might be, which is why I think it's really important um, to offer that no sense of um, judgment, no sense of what they are potentially going to tell you is that is that there's nothing um, particularly wrong or right about what they're saying. It's just um, actually being there just to be able to listen um, and to be able to um, understand um, what it is that they're going through. Yeah, understanding, non-judgmental, making sure that we're there to yeah hear, not to judge, not to respond, not thinking of what we're going to say to people whilst listening to them, but just being open to that conversation and and hopefully hoping that the people you're trusting with this information are, are, are going to hear it and, and reply with positivity. Sometimes it, it's not that case. Sometimes people don't, which is a, a terrible shame. And I can see why a lot of people would lose trust if they've had that negative experience before. But certainly I think... Some people can go away from this episode thinking that as if we can just try our best to listen a bit more, we could all do a lot better. In terms of sharing our stories, and I mentioned a little bit there that sometimes people have negative experiences, sometimes they're positive. What do you think happens to people when they when they share their story? Do you have any any personal examples or anything you've seen of other people when they've shared their story and, and what happened because of that? Uh, I think there's times where you try and share your story and the other person just doesn't know how to respond. It might be just a friend, you're just trying to do it and they feel that, oh, I don't want to say the wrong thing, so I'll just say nothing. And then it seems as if they don't care about you at all. Um, and that can then lead to people not sharing in the future. Um, I know in terms of my story, with other stuff that's happened in the past. Um, I think before I realised that I needed to get go for counselling, I'd always joke like, oh, I need counselling and just try and laugh it off. And then after about six months of doing that, I realised like, okay, why do I say that? There must there is like a nugget of inside me. I realise you need help. You need to go and get help. And then I went and got help and when I spoke to the people closest to me saying, oh, this is going to happen, it was, it was a big relief, but also there was another emotion of like surprise, just how accepting people were of it. And it was like, oh, we're going to be here for you. If you need anything like the support network that I didn't truly appreciate I had kind of revealed itself in that moment. Um, and that's kind of those moments is when you're trying to, kind of find out who your real friends are yeah. sharing your story and, and being pleasantly surprised of, of what comes out of it seeing who actually stays and supports and builds upon and who who maybe doesn't do that but we, we don't know until we share that story so we kickstart that process absolutely amazing and yourself daniel anything to kind of add to that yeah, well, I think that um, what I've found is when I have needed to talk to somebody, um, that um, um, pretty much every single time I have opened up um, about things, um, I've found that um, the other person has been very, very open um, and it has been extremely helpful. And I think that it's um, really important that the vast majority of people um, will listen and it will help. 
Um, and I think that that um, I've been in some situations where um, I have wanted to talk and I don't feel I've ever been in a situation where once I've had the confidence to then reach out to someone that they haven't been there and been able to um, help. So I, I, I think that um, it, it is the vast majority of people who um, will be there and, and, and can actually help. I think it's just getting over that initial stumbling block of being able to reach out in the first place. Yeah, I think we can be pleasantly surprised about how humane people can be actually and how open they can be, especially as we as we move into and, and 2022. I like to think that people are becoming more open-minded despite some some people. Um, but yeah, we will never know till we open up, till we get that and start that conversation. We're coming towards the end of today's podcast and it's been a pleasure speaking to you both thank you both for coming on today and for talking about angels of freedom and about what good mental health and happiness looks like but going into our final question is anything that either of you would like to leave our listeners with today and that could be a quote an idea a message a call to action whatever you think they need to hear but what would that be so for me i think that um um, we as the Angels of Freedom um, are there um, to help. So um, if if anyone ever has any issues, um, come and see us out um, on the streets of Leeds on a Friday night or drop along to our cafe uh, where there will be loads of people um, that you can speak to with shared experiences, make some new friends and have fun. And I think that, that, that it, it, the fact that we have those spaces there available um, for people to drop by, I think is really helpful. And, um, we're always here as the angels. So reach out to us um, on any of our socials um, and um, we'd be happy to help. And for me, I'll just like to add that if you can volunteer or are interested in volunteering, please contact us. We're always looking for more volunteers. Um, and basically the more the merrier in terms of volunteering. So go onto our website and uh, yeah, give us a contact. Yeah, even if you just want to come and find out what we're about, let us know and um, come and see us, come and say hello. Yeah, make that first step to Angels of Freedom, reach out, find others with shared experiences, or if you want to volunteer and make Leeds a, a safer, happier place, feel free to get in touch with them and find out more. Once again, thank you both for attending today. Thank you both for being on. I appreciate your time. Uh, it's been absolutely great to see you both. Do take care of yourselves. You too. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Bye. That's it for this week. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this week's discussion. We hope to see you next time. But in the meantime, please remember, if you or someone else you know needs our help, contact Linking Leads on 0113-336-7612 or check out our website at linkingleads.com. Have a great week.